The Gophers men's basketball team took a major hit this week in Parker Fox. We're going to talk about how it affects the team moving forward and what the long-term outlook looks like for the Gophers both this year and moving forward. Coming up on Locked On Golden Gophers. Locked On Golden Gophers, your daily podcast on the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to the Locked On Golden Gophers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant, now here to talk Gophers with you each and every day of the week. Now in the summer, it's a little bit different. We're going Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday for June and July. Once we hit August, as camps start to pick up, we are going full Monday through Friday once again. So stay tuned, but we got all the good content for you to for, here at Lockdown Golden Gophers, including the news that isn't so good with Parker Fox and his injury. And we're going to talk about that on today's show. But first, please, please be sure to subscribe on the YouTube channel. We are building the community out here and getting ready to have an awesome, awesome round of Gophers sports, whether that be football, men's basketball, women's basketball, men's hockey, women's hockey. We're going to talk it all here at Lockdown Golden Gophers. So be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe on YouTube. Now let's get to what we're here to talk about today, and that is Parker Fox, men's basketball player, transfer from a year ago. He unfortunately, terribly, you hate to hear it, hurt his knee, his right knee, and he has officially been declared as out for the season for the 2022-23 season. Now, well wishes, first off, that's all we are going to stress right away is well wishes to Parker Fox and his family and his loved ones. I mean, it's tough and it doesn't just affect Parker. It affects all of those who care about him, who cheer him on. It affects the whole team. And he is a player that we are all more than excited to see hit the hardwood. So you absolutely hate to see him go down with injury, especially after missing last season with injury as well. Now the news broke earlier this week and yesterday it was officially deemed that Parker Fox suffered an injury that will end his full season this next year. It's extremely sad because he was injured last offseason as well after he had just made the transfer and we were super looking forward to him joining the court and then once again this early offseason the opposite knee last year it was a knee injury to his left knee this year it is the opposite knee and his right knee and you hate to see it you hate to see it injuries for anyone in any sport at any level but for guys that are pushing themselves to get back and get right and get on the court and then for it to happen again or on the leg that felt good or just to see another injury right after bouncing back and rehabbing it just sucks it's so unfortunate and I feel for him and literally I just hope you know that we here at the Lockdown Golden Gophers and here Gophers Nation I mean Gophers fans all out there are in your court we can't wait to see you on the floor and we're with you each step of the way 
Now let's talk about Parker Fox for those who aren't as familiar. Parker Fox is a transfer from the NSIC. That's the Northern Sun Conference. It's Division Two. He played at Northern State in Aberdeen, South Dakota. Um, he was an he was named to two All American teams while in his time with the Northern State uh, Red Wolves. And he was the NSIC Defensive Player of the Year, the NSIC Player of the Year, and an NSIC First Team All-Conference Player. He nearly ended his 2020-2021 season averaging a double-double. Like, when I say nearly, I mean it was the slimmest of margins, the closest you can be to averaging a double-double without averaging a double-double. He had 22.3 points per game and 9.9 rebounds per game. So, I mean, round it up. That's a double-double. He was averaging a double-double. That's right. I am giving him credit where credit is due. Now, he chose the Gophers over teams like Creighton, over Florida State in the ACC, which is consistently putting up numbers. I mean, Florida State does damage, and they get guys to the NBA, so you can't slough at that. That's a huge offer or opportunity he had when he entered the portal creighton shoots the lights out and even conference rival ohio state he picked the gophers he wanted to be here he wanted to be home and he is home he is here i'm not going to talk about him like he's somewhat not on the team now he's still on the team it just sucks that we can't see him this season now he was set to play a larger role in this upcoming season so that leads us into what's next what is next with this injury at hand? And then how will the Gophers replace those anticipated minutes as well? That is what we are going to talk about next here at Locked on Golden Gophers. But first, let's talk about our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar, look, they taste great, folks. It's a protein bar. It's great to f- tide you over for a snack between l- meals. I want to stress this to you, and I'm not just saying it to say it. I've tried the product multiple times, multiple products, and they taste good, folks. They taste good, and they're better for you than a candy bar, but it packs a powerful punch with its protein. That's a lot of peas right there, but I'm I'm not joshing you. I'm not lying to you. They taste good, and that is what Built Bar tries to stress is making their products taste good and then figuring out how to make it good for you and get the job done. And they are accomplishing that over there. So if you're more of a fruit and chocolate person, they have flavors like that. If you're more of a savory sweet type of like brownies or, you know, uh, cake, cake batter, they have flavors like that as well. So anything that is for your palate, they have a flavor for you over at Built Bar and they're all covered in 100% real chocolate so head on over to built.com and use promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off your order again that's promo code locked 1515 for 15 off your order at built.com you will not regret it all right folks and i need to tell you about what is coming up with the nba draft we have one live nba draft show You know, that's not enough. One live NBA draft show is not enough for Locked On. The entire NBA channel is going live on NBA Draft Night. So if you have a favorite NBA team, make sure you subscribe now to their Locked On YouTube channels so you get notified when they go live on NBA Draft Night. Now me, you see me rocking the Celtics. You see the Celtics banner in the background. 
that's my squad, ride or die. I know I'm from Minnesota, but the Celtics are where my heart lies when it comes to NBA. So you can best believe I will be listening to John Corrales and the Locked On Celtics podcast when it comes to the draft. So whoever your favorite team is, be sure to check them out. If it's the Minnesota Timberwolves, Ben got has you covered on Locked On Wolves. Be sure to tune in to whoever yours is and follow them on YouTube. Give them a subscription, subscribe, so that way you don't miss any of that coverage. But let's jump back into the Gophers and basketball and what is next now that Parker Fox has been injured. Now, I see folks out there saying, add whoever's left in the portal or grab a freshman. Um, No, no, don't do that especially the latter. Don't go and just add a freshman. I mean, if there was a true frosh out there that the Gophers were adamant about and they wanted to have on the roster, they would have already been in heavy talks with them, heavily pushing them, heavily getting after them and hot on the trail. I mean, an added freshman they would have been in attempts and tried to get said freshman on the squad that wouldn't have been just now and why is that we have two available scholarships we only have filled out 11 of our scholarships you get 13 per basketball program so we've had two why would we just wait for now and then go add a freshman another reason that doesn't make sense is that you don't you don't get good handing out multi-year scholarships out to someone that you weren't even high on so if we haven't got that freshman here visiting, here interested in all that, prior to right now in June, almost July when camp has already started, off-season camp, clearly we weren't that high on said prospect and handing out a multi-year scholarship to that person. That's not smart business. That's not smart basketball. That's not smart team building. So hang all that up. And if you want even more reasons on why that thought process is just goofy, I mean, why would you commit money where it's not due? I mean, that's how programs shoot themselves in the foot. Now, what I was saying was the reason it's even more of a bad idea is Parker will still have his scholarship. That's not going to disappear now. Yes, it won't count against us this year when it comes to scholarships and whatnot because he is out officially for the entire season. It won't count against us for the season, but if you add a player with more than one year of eligibility and Parker Fox comes back next year, well then Parker Fox's scholarship counts against us next year. And that player that you just added with multi-years of eligibility also counts against us. Meaning you would have one scholarship available that is offhand right now that you're trying to go with the class of 2023 guys. I mean, we'll have a couple available whether that be due to transfers or we have our grad transfer uh, Samuels who is in as well. His scholarship will be available. But again, if you have Parker's coming back and you add a young person with multi-years right now, that's one less scholarship for the future guys, future classes that we are out here trying to get the Tyson Chapmans, the Daniel Freitags. I mean, you don't want to take that opportunity away from yourself just because someone got injured and you want to rush to make sure you have another body on the floor. We'll be okay. We can make it, we can handle it, we can manage. So that same thing, that same mentality applies to transfer portal players as well. 
if they have more than one year of eligibility, handing out a scholarship right now is not going to do us any justice, especially since we wouldn't have handed that player a scholarship had Parker not gone down. So the only two options, in my eyes, and the only two options that make sense, is either you add a graduate transfer, a one-year guy that maybe you had an eye on, but you're like, no, we'll ride with our guys, or you ride with your guys as you have. Those are the two options that make sense because that scholarship becomes available again at the end of the season if they only have one year left of eligibility. Or you just ride with the guys you have. You ride with a shorter bench. I mean, Coach Ben Johnson ride, rode with a shorter bench last season. People have asked about it this this offseason. Are we going to have a short bench again? And I had t- broke down in our kind of anticipated rotation that I believed we were going to have about – nine, 10 guys in the key rotation. So now maybe you have eight, nine guys and that you ride with a shorter bench. That's fine. We will be okay. We're not anticipated to be at the very top of the conference this year. Our guys need to gel. Our system needs to grow and we're building. We are building folks. We're not going to be big 10 championship right away this year. The goal is to show the flashes that we can get there in 2023 when Jamison Battle and Dawson Garcia have had a year of playing together, when our true freshmen, four true freshmen coming in, have had experience, when Talon Cooper has had a year meshing with uh, Battle and Garcia. I mean, the goal is not to win the championship this year. Yes, If it happens, we'll be ecstatic. If we put ourselves in that position during the season, yes, we're going to go for it. We're going to push to win the games. But if you realistically are telling yourself, because we got two transfer guys coming in and four freshmen coming in, that we were going to win the Big Ten Championship, you are setting yourself up for hurt and for failure right away. I think we are going to be extremely competitive with any team in the Big Ten, but I'm not out here pipe dreaming that we're going to be the Big Ten championship and Big Ten champions right off the bat. We got to keep building. We got to keep growing. But the opportunity is there to be successful and be the team that teams fear. You know, not fear in a sense of, oh, like, do not play the Gophers. But we're the team that you look at and you're like, look, they can steal one from you. You can't look at this as a layup or a rest game or a break game. The Gophers are going to play you hard, they're going to scrap, and they're going to get their wins. So that's the type of team we are, and that's the type of team we're aiming to prove And as we grow our into our potential. That's where we're at. So like I said, I believe you ride with the guys you got, or you can add a one-year eligibility transfer player. I don't think we're going to. I think we're going to ride with what we got still, and that is where I'm at. But what does it mean for minutes? How are we going to fill that gap? That's what we're going to talk about Coming up next. All right, folks, thank you so much for making Lockdown Golden Gophers your first listen, especially when it comes to Gophers sports. I've got you covered where we're talking men's and women's basketball, when we're talking football, men's and women's hockey. And you know what? I'm going to try to mix in tidbits or information on our other Gophers sports and Gophers athletics. Man, I tripped over those words. Gophers athletics because there's other programs out here that are putting it down. I mean, the track squad had tons of people in the NCAA uh, championship when it came to track when or the nationals, I should say. 
We had gymnasts that were lighting it up last year. We, our softball team got to the NCAA tournament this year. So I want to make sure to mention those things as we go. This needs to be your one-stop shop when it comes to Gopher Sports. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for following. And please be sure to leave a five-star review wherever you get podcasts. Now let's talk about minutes and how we will fill that role that Parker was going to step into. Now, I when we broke down our uh, Gophers rotation or preview at what we thought the rotation would be, I believe I had Parker at about 20 to 20, it was like 20 to 26 minutes per game. That's where I had him in that range of. And you know what? I think with him going down, he's a 6'8 forward. He was likely going to see a lot of front court minutes, but like I said in that episode, I believe that we could play big, and I still think we could play big. Now, at the time, I said there's moments where we could be running with Talon Cooper with paired with Garcia, Parker, uh, Battle, and then Pharrell Payne. Having four bigs and having a Parker Fox or a Jameson Battle playing the two at certain times or having Isaiah Enan on the court with a lot of those guys playing massive lineups that are versatile and that can swap on defense. They can guard one through four, one through five on defense. I won't be surprised if we see lineups like that still, but especially when we had Parker Fox stepping into it. So I think the players that are going to get the most opportunity with this injury are actually the true freshmen and namely Braden Carrington and Pharrell Payne. I think those two open up into minutes depending on how they grasp things in this off-season workouts and training camp, depending on how they enter into the fall, early winter training camps right before the season kicks off, depending how they enter into the early games, the non-conference games. I think the better they play and the better they show that they are ready. They're ready to go. They're good to go. I think the more that that shows, the more minutes and opportunities they are going to get with this injury. So those two, I see heavily getting more minutes now. I already had Isaiah Enan up there with a heavy rotation, heavy share of minutes. I think this bumps him up and getting some more opportunity. But I think that the player that this probably helps the most with seeing seeing floor time and court time, Pharrell Payne, as we mentioned, I think he'll have the massive share of it. But the other player I think gets the massive share of these minutes that became available is Trayton Thompson. I did not have him heavily in the rotation prior to this. I had him more on the back end uh, getting spot spot minutes depending on who the opponent was and how we match up with them. But I believe that this, this injury opens up the opportunity for him to see more consistent minutes on a night-to-night basis. We could see him instead of, I believe I had him at around 7 minutes per game, 7 to 10 minutes per game. I think we can now see him in that 15 to 18 minutes per game range. And that would be great for him. That would allow him to showcase himself, stretch the floor, really clean up on the glass. But he is a guy who can shoot from deep as well. So he can step into that vacant role, allow us to play big, allow Pharrell Payne to maybe play the four because 
at the five, he would be a little bit undersized compared to some of the guys out there. He's 6'9", six 6'9"-ish. Nine, six nine I mean, that's not a whopping center by any means. Now, he can get the job done. He's physical. He's got the body type to bang it in there. But Trayton Thompson is a real seven foot, and I think it will be needed at times especially. So I think the more we can work him into the floor, work him into the system, get him comfortable it's just going to be more beneficial for the Gophers both this year and moving forward, allowing him to insert himself into the rotation for years to come, possibly, to give him that opportunity that he may not have had with guys like Parker, Jameson, Dawson Garcia, Burrell Payne, all absorbing a ton of those front court minutes. Isaiah Enan, I didn't mention him. That's five front court guys right there absorbing a ton of the front court minutes. And then we had Samuels, Cooper, and Carrington taking on a majority of the guard minutes. And then Henley sprinkled in there taking some both front court and guard minutes. So I think with Parker's exit for the season, Trayton Thompson easily slides right into that position of being able to take on a bigger workload and being effective for the Gophers. I think that's how it's going to break down. The people that see the most minutes from this will be uh, Pharrell Payne and Trayton Thompson. Those two, in my opinion, will benefit the most from this. Now, I don't say benefit as in it's a good thing, but that those are the people where they're going to see better opportunity from this. Isaiah Enan could see a couple more minutes as well, but I think overall, those top two, as I said. That's going to do it for us today on Locked on Golden Gophers. Again, well wishes to Parker Fox. We can't wait to see you on the floor, and we know you're going to do great things once you are able to come. Get well quick, rehab, and be better than ever. My favorite commercial of back in the day was the Dwayne Wade, fall seven times, get up eight, and we know you will get up from this and be better than ever. That's going to do it for us on Locked On Golden Gophers. Have a great rest of the night. Have a great weekend. This is the Thursday show, so I will see you Tuesday next week, and we're going to cover a whole lot. So be ready. Stay tuned. Subscribe on YouTube. This is Kane Rob. Signing off.